Okay, right, we are going to get on with Rise and Build because we want to have some time at the end to be able to give and put our words into action and deeds. So, tech team, if we can play the Stuart's video to introduce Rise and Build, this is going out across all locations, and then we'll welcome Dan. It's week two of Rise and Build. Today is about resourcing the vision and mobilising the church. As leaders, we are deeply grateful for everyone who has stood with us through the years. Your giving has enabled us to do so much. Nehemiah had a great vision, but all the people had to be willing to get involved. This year, we again have big plans, and we're once again asking everyone to be involved. Today is a day of practical involvement. Our talk is from Jeremiah chapter 29. We will look together at two things, individual responsibility and flourishing community. Let's do some dreaming together today. What would our communities look like if we each take responsibility in terms of our time, talents and treasure? I'm expecting that God will raise us all up as willing people who are ready to make a difference. It's time to rise and build. Come on, that's good, isn't it? Good morning, everybody. How are you? I've thrown you a high five. Why don't you say hello to the person next to you? So it's going to be a great morning. We're going to go for it this morning. We're not going to hold back at all. Oh, that was a quick hello. You must have said hello to him already. Do not worry. We are not on the X factor, everybody. But we have a big multiplication X over there. Come here, give me your ears. I stole it from Lincoln last night. But they weren't using it, so it's okay. Christine, lovely shirt, by the way. Good morning. Great to see everybody. Have you ever had, have you ever had a fad as a young person growing up? Shall I tell you about a couple of fads that I had? I was really into my indie rock. Have we got any indie rock are going to show me age here? And I used to, when Philip bought the interpretation this morning, he used the word, there's no other way. And it reminded me of a band that I used to really be committed into called Blur. Have we got any Blur fans in the house, everybody? Two or three of you, okay. Well, I went for an indie rock stage where I used to love the wonder stuff, if that rings any bells. Blur, I was like an indie rock fan. And I remember uh, Blur used to always play at the Brighton Centre, which is where I grew up, or Brixton Academy. And I remember as a young 16, 17-year-old travelling either to the Brighton Centre or Brixton Academy to see my favourite band, Blur. And should I tell you what? I was all in. I was committed. I spent all my money on Blur. I even tried that when I had hair. I had a Damon Auburn haircut, if you know what that is. My other fad was Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club. Yeah, Donald, great to see you, mate. We've got Donald from Eastbourne up here. And Brighton are playing in the FA Cup semi-final at Wembley. Come on, everybody, my team. I'm not feeling too optimistic, though. They are playing Manchester City, so if you know anything about football, it could be ended there at Wembley. But I had a fad and I was passionate. I used to follow Brighton. I used to get on the train, spend all my money, my paper round money, my Tesco, when I used to work in a supermarket. You spend all my money on kits. You spend all my money on travelling, of getting into the gates, and I was all in. And I'll tell you what, them fads come and go, but something that stayed consistent in my life and something that I'm committed to be all in for is the purposes of Jesus Christ in this earth. Is there anyone else with me? Come on, get, let's stir it up in here. Let's get a few amens in the house. 
I love this rise and build. I want us to be passionate about being all in for the kingdom of God. Everything that we've got, going for it. Going for Jesus Christ. Being all in, saying, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord of everything. For me and Joe, it's our priority. Number one, the kingdom of God, building God's kingdom. That's what we're about. And I love this. Last week, uh, we talked on our Rising Bill, week one, we talked about why we do what we do. You know, the Great Commission is fantastic. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's the why we do what we do. And we do that by loving people, speaking truth, caring for people, throwing an arm around people. I love, I want to honour the young adults pastors and the young adults community. Because my highlight of Astonished by a million miles was Neil Robinson made a decision to follow Jesus Christ. I loved it. And it was so brilliant. It made my night. Carl Beach did a response on a Friday night. And Neil, and I knew it. You know, sometimes you just know it. Because I knew it, he was going to make a decision because I had seen him being loved by the young adult community and the wider church for the last six months. He's been on setup team, but that's why we do what we do. We show people love, we embrace them. We say, come and be part of the community. We believe in them. We talk about their potential. We see the gold in them. That's why we do what we do because we, as a pastor, I want to view you guys the way that God does. And the way that God views you is unbelievable potential. You're firecracker for God. There's no one like you. I'll tell you what, if I can multiply you and make two of you, wow, the world would be a better place. Do you believe it in yourself? My life mission statement is to see you reach your potential. That's it. That's the why we do what we do, to see Jesus come alive in your life, to live life for him. So Rise and Bill, we talked last week about the why. I'm going to get a bit more practical. I'm going to share about a dream that we've got as part of our vision here at Alive Church in Highcombe. And I love this. The why is quite simple. Matthew 10, Jesus sends out the 12. Matthew 10, starting from verse 1. Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, no. These are the names of the 12 apostles. Matthew Lost. Hugh Williams. John Fletcher. Rachel Mahoney. Lauren Horn. I could tell you every name. Jimmy Newman, Sam Podbury, Phil Doughty, Graham. I'm loving it. He has given you all authority to go for it. To go wild for his kingdom. Don't think that, yes, he had his 12 disciples and apostles around him, but he has given you all authority to go for it. That's the why we do what we do. That's what church is about. Church gathering on a Sunday is a half-time team talk to get you ready to go and do the real action. To spread the love. To show people the truth of the gospel. To say, don't look at the, you know, don't look at a father God as someone who's going, don't do this, don't do that. No, he's about being in relationship with you. Releasing and unlocking your potential. I can't see many amens and nodding. You should be going, yeah. That's why it's called good news. And I absolutely love it. Last week, we looked at the why. It's all about loving people. That's it. We strip everything down. We've got to love, love, love. Keep going. Loving, 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 loving. Even when people don't give us the love back, we've got to keep loving it. 
And that is actually what God has called us to do. God allows and calls us to multiply. Genesis 1, 28 says this, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. If we could have more of you guys taking responsibility, reigning over, being fruitful in your lives, multiplying. Wow. Think about the effect that it could have in your place. Think about if more mates became Christians. Think about if their lives were transformed. I'm in a stage of my life when my football lads were mocking me in the change rooms when I used to stand up for Jesus Christ. And uh, I used to tell stories of what God was doing in the change room. They used to mock me. I used to quite enjoy it, actually. Like, is that weird? But like, they went, they went oh, Dad, yeah, Bible boy. Yeah, he's a Christian. Give it all that. Now they're coming to me in their situations where five, ten years down the road, marriages maybe haven't worked out, jobs haven't been working out, they've got no purpose in their life. Now they're coming back to us and saying, what is it? Struggling with stress. A lot of my generation, a lot of my mates are running businesses. Wow, the stress levels. And that's all their purpose in life, to have a great business. And I'm like, no, it's bigger than that. We're not what we do, we're who we are. It's identity in Jesus Christ. Church, we should be on the front foot. We should understand this, the identity. We are called to multiply. Healthy things grow. We want a culture of a team who is all in, who's everything. And I believe at Alive Highcomb at the moment, we've got real momentum around our church. We've got momentum into uh, giving, into the life of the church. And today's a bit more practical. I'm going to share you the story of how we've got to go in after a building. Some of you might have heard it before, but I don't think that's bad. You can remind yourself again of it. And we're going to be sacrificing. We're going to be risk-taking. We're going to be stepping out in faith as we give our offering today. And I don't want you to think about it's money. It's not. It's about the why, what we do. In my household, everything's God's anyway. So I try and give it away. <laughs> He'd multiply it back. Like the little boy who bought his fish, bought everything he had. And you've got to think about this. The little boy bought his lunchbox. Have you ever been on a school trip? Can you remember? Picture it when you used to go on a school trip. My mum and dad, we were pretty budget. We used to always buy like fake Kit Kats called Double Takes. Does anyone know what they are? <laughs> we never had Capri Suns. I had like squash, like value squash. But when we used to go on a trip, mum used to buy Munster Munch. Oh, come on. I even remember once I had a double decker. Come on. How proud were you of that lunchbox? <laughs> Was it just me? Or can you remember it? We used to get a new flask. <laughs> you think about a little boy who bought everything he had. I think we throw it away and it's just like, what's in there? That was everything to him, I believe. Fish and the loaves. What did he do? He gave it to God and God multiplied it for miracle purposes. Guys, shift our mindsets. We're talking miracles today. We're talking something bigger than just ourselves. This is the why we do what we do. You should be screaming fabulous at me as loud as you can. So Life Church, our vision is quite simply to know to grow, and to go for God. We want to see our location, this city, transform for God. I want to see Lincoln transform. That's where it starts. I want to see Norwich transform, Scunthorpe, all of our locations, I want to see them transform. And we are multiplying, and your Rise and Build last year went into planting, a, a little percentage of it went into planting Gainsborough. And I'd love you to give you an update on how we're multiplying, what God is doing. So we've got a little DVD Check this out, and this is thanks to your giving.
This time last year at Rise and Build 2018, we together invested in the launch of Alive Academy. Some of the first fruits of Alive Academy are the raising of John and Judy Swanock as location pastors of a brand new location of Alive, launching in September into the town of Gainsborough. Here's John and Judy to tell you more. We love Gainsborough. It's full of beautiful people that God loves and that we love as well. So we've been talking about Gainsborough for a long time now, and it's so exciting to say that it's no longer a conversation. We are actually planting. We are launching on Sunday, the 8th of September, with a Sunday afternoon service. We've also got our connect groups running, and we're working with the social engagement projects in the community. Your kindness, commitment and generosity to rise and build this year is going to enable Alive Church to plant a location here in Gainsborough, bringing hope, salvation and healing as we raise new disciples in this town. We would love it if you would continue to pray with us. We're so excited about what God is doing here in Gainsborough. Alive Church, I want to thank you for your investment today. Together, we're partnering for the launch of a location of Alive into Gainsborough. This year really is a year of multiplication. God encourages us to seek the peace and prosperity of the places we find ourselves, to pray for it, because if it prospers, so too will we. And that's what we're looking for Gainsborough. We want Gainsborough to know that we love this town. Come on, let's give it up for Gainsborough. Isn't that awesome? We're going to go planting, planting, planting. If you feel like you've got a call of leadership on your life, you can plant in a live location. You might, we're generous. We want to sow you guys out because we see the potential in you. I feel really excited about that. So as one church, don't forget we're one church. Some of our rise and build today will be going into Gainsborough. It's a small percentage, but some of it will be going into Gainsborough. And all locations through their rise and build will be feeding into that because we're one church. So we haven't got a separate vision. But the majority of our rise and build sacrificial giving is going to be going into a building because we believe that God has called us. Have you heard me talk about the building before? We believe that God has called us to have um, a building of our own. This doesn't sit outside of the vision of knowing, growing, going. That's where we're going. The vision isn't just a building, but it's a vehicle to see many, many lives transformed. Are you with me on this? Do we tell you a story, everybody? Get nice and comfortable. Are you all good? Everyone's on for a story. When we launched our location in January, January 2014, as you know, we're five years old as a live hiker here, we'd work with the sending team. There was a very small team at the time and asked them what they saw in the south of the city. And at that time, over 95% of the people envisioned a building as part of our journey. The other 5% who were on there, I just don't think they could hear, so they didn't actually say anything. It was pretty much 100% was saying they saw a building in our future, okay? Around February 2015, me and Joe read a book called The Church That Never Sleeps. It's a written about the Dream Center in LA. I'd really recommend you getting that book. I was so inspired and something ignited in my spirit and got me dreaming about a facility or something in the south of the city for Jesus, the Church That Never slip, uh, Sleeps was about a hospital that a church took over in L.A. And it was open 24-7. And people could just come and hear the word of Jesus Christ in their life. They ran many, many community projects. And I loved it. 
it got me dreaming and Joe dreaming about a facility that would host multiple community initiatives and would also host our weekly gatherings. But more importantly, it'd be a home for the south of the city. In April 2015, we went to the Ground Level Leaders Conference and all I seemed to hear was people getting up there and talking about God provided that building for them, God providing that building. Maybe my filter was on that, but I felt that was something, again, that God was underlining about the vision, the dreams, and the passion that we as a church have to see a building in the south of the city. The people were talking about buildings, and again, my spirit was being fueled for the dream that we had for a live church in Highcombe. That same month, April 2015, Dwayne White, a good friend of a live church, he's a prophet, he speaks about potential came and pulled me and Joe out the front and it, they prophesied over us quite clearly. He saw a building that was coming our way in the south of the city. Well, that's 2015, all right? I'm still believing in, in this. Sooner rather than later. And he saw over a thousand people connected with the church and, and multiple ministries coming out of it. So we got planning. After this word, me and Joe, we went away and seek God. And I felt God speak to us very clearly about a 2020 vision. I didn't say this last year because I thought it would be sooner. <laughs> but I was reminded of what God talked about. Can you remember my talks? I talked about a 2020 vision, eyesight, seeing things. What do you see? Where are you going to walk into it? God reminded me and underlined that about a 2020 vision. That he would be, he would be giving us a building. We would, so since then we've set up a small focus team and have been chatting and praying into the vision. I went down because Habakkuk 2, verse 2 says, write down plain and clearly, what do you see? So I dreamed about this building. I went for a walk. My favorite place is uh, looking out over the Waddington uh, Fen. What's it called, that place? There, where you can see the south of the city, where we went before Smith was born. Ridge. Went on the ridge, and I looked over the whole of the south of the city, and God gave me five things, and it was quite simple. We, so I dreamed. And I wrote down this. We see a building in the south of the city that is spectacular for God. We see a building in the south of the city that is spectacular for God. I felt God say, I saw it. We see a modern day cathedral that is accessible to all people of all generations, 24-7, full of life. We see a building that is a source of light to many communities, bringing hope and freedom to the broken. We see a center, a building that sends people out to pursue their God-given dreams with multiple projects. We see a center that builds big, generous people who pursue God's purposes in their life. One of our prophetic guys came up to me after I shared that vision. And he said, Dan, I had a picture from God and it was people taken brick by brick at a time. And then... In 2017, we launched our Hike and Buy a Brick scheme. And through that scheme and through your generous giving through Rise and Build, we currently sit in our Rise and Build account of around about £185,000. Come on. That is to your faithful giving. That is by your sacrifices. That is by your risk taking. We've had people sell houses and give into the life of here. We've had people give inheritances. We've had people step out in faith and put on coffee mornings for God to provide their brick. When you're giving into the life of the church, it's always sacrifice. But that's where the gold and that is where the reward is. And that actually, the journey and the adventure, that's where the fun is. I want to believe in risk takers. 
risk takers, brick by brick. So as Joe said, you might have seen there's 50 bricks left. We put out 200 bricks. There's 50 bricks left. I'm championing you and asking you in faith, have you got the courageousness to take another brick, to go again, to go again? I know it's hard. I know it's a sacrifice. But use this as stepping out in faith. When you step out and you take something for God, he always provides you with the resources to do it. Your faith comes alive for him. And thank you for you have taken bricks. And if you haven't quite yet raised your money for the bricks, I'm cheering you on. Go for it. Go for it. Nearly there. Keep going. Keep stepping out in faith. Since then, we've brought together a focus team who have been writing business plans. We've met with developers. We're looking at options and communicating with Vision Core team and the Alive directors. We currently have 185000 in our building fund with a further target of 100k this year for Rise and Build. We've been audacious. We're stepping out in faith. We can do it, team. I believe in this. With man, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I'd love Barbara to come and join me. Barbara, uh, come on, let's give it up for the amazing Barbara. One of our values at church is entrepreneurial. <laughs> and Barbara brought a word this morning. So our pre-team meeting, each one of our team uh, carry weight and responsibility. They talk about one of our, our values. And it, uh, we didn't plan it. I didn't even plan entrepreneurial on this one. But as God, maybe God knows what he's doing. <laughs> and Barbara brought this. And I thought, this is so helpful. Because I want to sow a seed of risk-taking, sacrifice, adventure. You see, it's only when you step out in faith. I believe that you, you see God come through so much. We're not called to live a mediocre, boring life. We're called to live a life of adventure, of fun, of entrepreneurship. So Barbara, bring your word. So I did wonder why I was given entrepreneurial. I didn't think that really suited me, but maybe as I've looked into it more, I realise why. So according to the Oxford English Dictionary, the word entrepreneurial means to take financial risks in the hope of making a profit. Now, I did wonder when I read that what that's got to do with church, really, because it sounds rather worldly. But when you look further into the meaning of the word, then I discovered that you can expand that meaning. And it can mean that you need to have a clear knowledge of what you're working with, where you are, the organization, etc. It can mean sharing ideas, thinking outside the box expecting the unexpected. Entrepreneurial thinking includes planning ahead, seeking opportunities, transferring and stretching the skills that you already have, meeting people to grow a network, to broaden your perspective, and to connect with people who may help you or be helped by you in the future. So now we start to see how this relates to us as church. We each have a responsibility to use the gifts, the talents, the finances that God has given us to use them in creative, supportive, innovative ways. If we take that sort of risk, then our hope is that God will multiply our offering. 
just as he did for the boy in John's gospel who gave his five loaves and two fishes. He gave them to Jesus. Can you imagine the scene? I should imagine all the grown-ups were dashing around, panicking. Where are we going to get enough food to feed all these people? And this little boy risked being laughed at, ridiculed, going hungry. But Jesus took his limited resources and he multiplied them thousands of times. And if he could do it then, he can do it again now. Thank you, Barbara. What a word. So our Rise and Build, our target in faith is £100,000. I believe we've got it in the room. If you break it down, Joe, we've got some slides. I'd love you to show the slides with how we can do that. Our target is £100,000. Check out the next slide. That means by one person... Well, I didn't look at that one. That means by one person, giving 100000 Maybe you've got that in your bank account. I'd like to go out for lunch with you. Maybe it's two people giving 50000 I don't know what your situation like. But when you break it down, that's 50 people pledging 2000 I know there's a risk involved in this, but that could be £166 per month. 100 people, if we go to the next slide, pledging £1,000, that's £83.33 per month. If we could go to the next slide, that could be 150 people pledging £55 a month. On our books, do you know how many adults we've got in this place? 240 adults. So if we go to the next slide, hopefully we've got one. Oh, Jamie, you might need your calculations on the next one. No, we haven't got the next one. What would that be with 200 people? When you break it down, there's a faith target that can be really, really achieved. But there is always a level of sacrifice in this. I know there is, and I'm asking big. But I believe that God has given us a vision to do this. Where we're up to with the building is, we've looked at several buildings that have come out. And I'm not saying we've decided on any buildings that we've seen. But there is one that keeps coming back to me that I can't get out of my head. Maybe it's God's plan, maybe it's not. I don't know. But there's a, a building currently at the moment that's up for £1.2 million. You might have seen it, and if you're on our Revive Night, we went and actually prayer marched around it. We took a bit of authority because we went down then. Joe, if we've got these slide. Downward, this place is actually available for £1.2 Have we got the audacity? It's in a great location. We've got a brilliant uh, map here where you can see, most of you will see the downward. It's in between Windmill Farm and pretty much where we're meeting now. It's so linked up to Highcombe, yet it speaks of something bigger within our city with easy access. It stands alone there so that the south of the city that can be opened up. It's got the wow factor. It's got that modern-day cathedral look. It can be open 24-7. I'm not saying this is the building that God has got for us, but hey, why don't we dream about it? Why don't we see it? 1.2 million is not as much. There is, with a miracle of God, there could be a rent to buy on this place as well. We're talking with the guys at Banks & Co who, uh, who, who um, are selling it on behalf of an investor in London. Could that be our miracle building? Could it? I don't know. God knows. But I think we have to see something and claim it and go after it. If it's not that, God's got a better plan for us. 
and I trust. It's got to be trust. I trust in the Lord and do good, and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's all about sacrifice. It's all about buying into the vision. And thank you for everyone who's taking bricks. I know it's a risk, but I believe as we step out, God can exceedingly abundantly provide for all we need. We're asking big. We're in miracle territory. But why not? If you never go after a miracle, you never, you never achieve anything, do you? Cole Beach, who spoke at a men's conference, his bio on his social media is, nothing ever happened to a bloke who didn't have a go. I want to create a church that gives it a go, that are all in. That don't think about the money, but think about the sacrifice. Think about the vision of many of our mates coming to know Jesus Christ because we've got a home that will help us on that. Something that's open 24-7. And I'll tell you what, when we get a building right in the middle of it, we're going to have a 24-prayer hub praying all the time for our community. Because that's what uh, um, Jeremiah, the passage that Joe read out earlier, he said, also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. I want to see a 24-7 prayer room in there. Earlier in that verse, Jeremiah 24, it says, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. We're on the build housing. Build housing stage, aren't we? That's what we're going for. But we've all got to take our responsibility. In that verse where it says, build houses and settle down, then it says, plant gardens and eat what they produce. There's always a responsibility, individual responsibility, when we go after something audacious and as big as this. I see this as only the start of what God's going to do. I would love to buy the old industrial estate, but I'll get to that in three years' time, all right, okay. Don't jump before you can walk. <laughs> but today, I'm asking you to go big. I'm asking you to sacrifice. I'm asking you to go again. We've committed as a family to go again. We're up for it. There's a challenge. I am not taking any of these blimmin' bricks home with me, all right? They're blocking up our driveway. I'm asking, number one, can you all buy into the vision? Thank you that your time you're praying, I love it. Thank you for your talents, bringing the talents. And I want to pray for entrepreneurs as well this morning as we finish off today. But there's a couple of ways that we're going to give. We're going to put a, a song on as well. If we could load up God of Miracles, that's become a bit of an anthem as we do this over here. On your seat, I'd love everyone to participate. We've got two forms here. It's very simple, okay? The yellow form that I'm holding is a one-off check or cash. There's three ways that you can give in today, okay? So it's a one-off check or cash. You can fill this form in, all the details. We're going to give everyone 10 minutes to do this, okay? On this, you can give a one-off check or cash. You can fill in your card details and we can process that. Or you can, or you can in faith step out and bring cash each month. I know some generations like to do that. So they maybe commit to like £20 a month. Well, that's £240 a year. It's better than just, just doing that, and that could be helpful. But if you want to do a one-off cash or check today or pay by card, you can do that here on the form or in the bookshop. We have that. Secondly, which is what me and Joe do, which helps us, we do a standing order. Now, this is above the tithe. This is our offering. Because in our house, 
First tenth goes to God as our tithe, and then this is our offering. We've still got nine to play with, so we've still got opportunity to be nine generous for that. It's setting up a standing order. I would love everyone to commit to whatever you can. And last week I asked you to pray about it, to go away with it. Could you set up a standing order that allows you to plan and budget really effectively? If you're already giving by standing order, thank you so much. Could you please tick the box? But you won't be doing that because you'll all be amending it because we're all going to up it because we've got sacrifice and risk takers in here. That's the second way. And then the third way is the risk. The third way is the stepping out in faith. It's to take a brick. I've seen it so many times. Joel Marriott put on a coffee morning, raised around about £1,000 for his brick to do in that. Everyone's doing everything. It's, it is a faith step. So they're the three options that we're going to do today. So where you are in your seats, we've got some pens. If you need a pens, if Sue would like to go and take them around, we're going to put some music on over here. We would love everyone to participate. What you've got, what you can give, pray about it, sacrifice. I would love everyone to buy, and I know it's an ask, but I believe as we step out in faith, God is there for us. He provides for all of our needs. So we're going to put some background music on, and uh, we've got 10 minutes to fill these in, and then we're going to come and pray for entrepreneurs at the end. So if we could put some music on, and then at the end, as when the song's finished, or at the end of the 10 minutes, we will put this on here. If we could do God of Miracles, that would be amazing. Thanks. Matt, can we have a look and play God of Miracles, if that's all right, please? That's like a Disney theme tune, I think. Not sure if that's right, quite the tempo that we're after. God of Miracles. Please, guys, let's fill these in. Let's be all in. Let's all enter into this. Whatever you can give, sacrificially, let's go.
Just to uh, clarify a couple of things. Number one, thank you for sewing. Thank you for being generous. Um, if you are setting up a standing order, if you haven't already got one, you do need to... Can we just keep the music on in the background, please, guys? Um, we are... If you are setting up a standing order, a new one, please break the sheet of paper, the, um, the blue one, and then you will need to be proactive about setting that up yourself. We do not set that up, okay? So you have to set that up yourself, okay? Yellow form is a one-off uh, gift today. If you're taking a brick, you don't need to fill out a form. You come and take a brick. But we're hoping that everyone is setting up a standing order or giving into a one-off cash and check. Anything for you, Jo? Yeah, I get, I'll just earth the miracle thing for a minute because sometimes miracles are just born out of like everyday ordinary things like lunchboxes. And just to say, I um, was thinking, looking at how we can extend our giving, what can we do? I was trying to like move stuff around and just ask and prayed. And then somebody, actually it was Jason Gibson, I think he's gone upstairs. He said to me, you do, and we we're talking a bit about childcare. And he said, you know that you can get, um, the government helps you with childcare if you work a certain amount of hours. So I went and I did a bit of work and looked at it and it turns out for every £80 that we pay for childcare, they pay £20. So suddenly, where I thought there was no margin at all in our finances, this bit of margin was created. And I just think there's everyday, ordinary stuff where we can say to God, where God helps us to be a bit entrepreneurial with our finances, where he helps us create that bit of margin. So if we don't, let's not just wait for a miracle and expect something huge to come out the sky and something massive to change and shift. It's ordinary everyday things where we're just obedient to God we bring what we've got the boy bought the bread to who to the God who is the bread of life you preached on that before and it gets multiplied we bring what we've got to the giver of all things and it gets multiplied and so many people have taken a brick in faith and God has provided there's a supernatural element to this we don't know how it works but we do it so what we're going to do now is we're all going to get up we're all going to give we bring our offerings down here um, over here if I love everyone to participate and then as well as a faith step I would love to encourage everyone to take a brick in faith you can fundraise for it 
You can ask for God for a miracle. You can take a year to do it. We, we just want to encourage you. But believe me, when you step out for God, the miracle will be provided. So I'd love to turn up the music, Joe. And uh, why don't we all stand together? And with our pledges in our hands, we're going to pray together. So if everyone can engage with this, we would love it. We're going to pray. We're going to ask for God to multiply what only He can do. Okay, we bring our best and He does what He does. And then we're going to come and put our offering in here, our miracle offering. And uh, please take a brick as you go out today. Father God, thank you so much that this is your vision. Thank you that you want to build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Father God, we thank you that so many lives are going to be transformed by this giving, by us walking into this miracle home. And we pray in faith, we give whatever we can sacrificially into you and we trust and we ask that you will multiply all of our giving. So God, we trust you in this. Thank you for what you're doing. We pray for many, many more miracles in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. And all God's people said, please come up, give, and as you do, please take a breath.